Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. Hey everybody, it's another episode of Young, Black, and Beautiful, and we are here for the latest Insecure Recap. It's your girl, Chris Cash, and I'm also here with Iris and Q, and oh. Greg might pop into depending uh, on things, how the conversation goes, but we recently watched the Low-Key Happy video, and I know a lot of folks were excited and feeling warm and happy about this episode. This episode was actually directed by um, Natasha Rothwell, who is also a DC native that Q pointed out to me before we aired today. And I just want to say that I felt like this episode was just directed beautifully. Like, just seeing Issa's awkwardness in the beginning of the episode (laughs) when she first crashed, I think that was like a good comedic relief because you knew this was going to be a serious episode and they wanted to just, you know, build you up in a way to me that made you lighthearted, open to seeing what was going to happen. What y'all think? I think that, so what I thought um, about when she um, fell in the beginning, I was like, okay, so they needed to get that out the way. Mm-hmm. So now it's about to be all good for the rest of the day. I'm like, they just needed to get that out of the way because it's like, she's still Issa. Her mm-hmm. calling is something very like her. So I'm just like, they just needed to get that out of the way so it could be all good for the rest of the episode. Mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely agree. Um, let's get let's get her awkwardness out now at the beginning of the episode so that um, the rest of the episode so the rest of the episode could be a gem. And, and it we was can focus on yeah, and we can focus on like the important things that we're going to talk about later. Yes. So as you guys know, um, this episode was about Lawrence and Issa meeting up and having the discussion. As we saw in the last episode, he was out of town. I guess we found out in this episode that he was interviewing for a job in California. So that's where he was coming back from. 
And the first person he called, of course, was Issa. And I find that interesting because right now he's getting into, it seems like a serious decision of in his life, either to stay in LA and find a job there or just go there and um, to the Bay Area, which you know is big for tech, Silicon Valley, whatever, whatever, whatever. But I feel like because he has to make the decision of if he should move or not, is the main reason why he's reflecting on his past relationship with Issa. So what you guys think about that? Like, why do you think he reached out to Issa first after going on this possibly moving interview? Like, is he like, oh, my God, this could be it? Is this one last chance? I don't know. Okay, this is what I think happened, because I feel like it was very specific. And, like, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, so he came back from this interview, however way he felt, he, he felt about it. Probably while he's going up for this interview, he's, like, it's probably, like, dredging up things in the past when he, like, wasn't really doing shit. Mm-hmm. But he had all these ideas of what he wanted to do, da 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 And then he sees Molly in the airport. And mm-hmm. he's like, okay, this is a sign. This is a signal. Because, like, mm-hmm. like, he was probably already thinking about him and Issa when they were together and how when, like, he was supposed to be doing like, the app and all this other stuff that he was supposed to be doing, and then, like, afterwards, and finally, like, getting his shit together and stuff, so then I feel like seeing Molly was, like, a trigger, but, like, not necessarily in a bad way, that was, like, okay, I think this is a sign, let me hit up Issa, and, like... Right. So. Yeah, I think it was, a, it was definitely a reflection point, like, um, if I take this trip, or not even take this trip, if I take this job, and I have to, and I have to move to San Francisco, to the Bay Area, Damn, we'll be, even though, you know, like, it's a three-hour flight, <laughs> but California's so damn big. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 it was a reflection point of, damn, oh, let me hit up Issa, because Issa knows about all, knows about, knows the vision of what I was trying to do, and I want to see if, if, am I reaching it, or, you know, like, I I think it was a chance to, like, do I really want, you know, what do I really want? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, that seems to be, like, the overall theme of them, like, meeting up. And as you can see at the beginning when they're at the dinner table, they're just, like, going over what each other has been up to since they broke up. And as we know, they broke up because he succeeded on him with Daniel. Now, a key point here that I think I want to highlight is he asked the question to Issa. Um, what did he ask? He asked, "What? why Daniel? Like, he's trying to get some clarity of why she cheated on him. And she explains to him, like, I probably would have done it with anyone. Not anyone but in the sense of where she was mentally in this relationship, like she wasn't even going straight home from work. Like she would just drive around to avoid Lawrence. And that I think shed some light on Lawrence's point that he didn't know that things were that bad. So I feel like that is an important part of communication. Like you may be feeling some type of way and the other person has no apparent idea, even though we know he knows he's a bum. I guess he just didn't know how much of a bum he was, like, impacting Issa's life. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't know. But, um, I also, 
question. So then they're at the dinner. Then he asks her what she's been up to. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm the shit now. I got my block party that your ex-girlfriend helped me plan. <laughs> and I feel like, I don't know, he was kind of like not, I don't want to say he wasn't interested, but I feel like he just wanted to cut to the chase of, I'm really trying to hear about you. I don't really want to hear nothing about Condola. Thank you. I don't even think that like, like for me, I guess the Condola was such a, except for the, the parts where she like was like popping up via text message and stuff, um, which we'll go into further. But like, I, like I could care less about, I couldn't care less about anything that Condola had going on during this episode. Like I was not even, I was like, oh, Condola, who? Like, oh shit, oh yeah, she was. <laughs> I guess she was like a factor for like three and a half seconds or something because it's like she just really just did not seem like important to me in this matter. Like I don't even recall her yeah, being I feel like, like a major she topic. Be like, as in- important. Like I don't know. I feel like they're trying to make her an important character, but she's just not. And also at the dinner, so Lawrence reveals that he bought Issa a ring. Do y'all think he should have told her that? I mean, I feel like I don't even think he bought a ring. To be honest, I don't think he bought a ring either. I think he, he said yeah, it as like a to make her feel to make, like. Let me just make her feel like shit one more time. Like, let me just make sure she knows. Because he was broke. How the fuck he got a ring? Wasn't he you know, working at Best Buy? Nah, he he time? was handling his inner Trump on that one. You can't pay rent, but you got a ring. Okay. Yeah. Right. Where does ring come from? The gumball machine? Like, where did the ring come from? Ring like, pop. We're going to take a poll. Like, where, is the, where did the ring come from? Because I don't understand how he was able to pay for a ring. I feel like they just threw that in and forgot that Lawrence was such a bum. So, Kelly, remember, Lawrence was a bum. He ain't buying no damn ring. You know, Unless he bought the ring in a specific time frame after he, like, I don't know. Like, it, after it, it was like as soon as he got the job. There's like a one-week window of when he could have bought that ring. <laughs> like, right. First paycheck, he bought the ring <laughs> for him. And, um, you know, so he's also supposed to, so he's just talking about she's changed, and that's when he tells her, yeah, I bought the ring, I've changed too type shit. And um, then he goes on and he talks about, well, he doesn't go. Issa goes to the bathroom. And then while he's in the bathroom, Condola hits him up. He tells Condola, I'm busy. I'm going to hit you later. All right, cool. But we know later on in the night when they, uh, it, well, of course, they didn't want the night to end. Yeah. Shit. Oh, I don't know what that was. But yeah, <laughs> they, keep, <laughs> they kept doing shit. And um what you call it? Kendola said, I mean, no. Kendola called while they're out and Issa notices. And I think what you call it, Lawrence was being transparent and he's like, yeah, I was supposed to meet up with Kendola tonight. And I actually respected him for being a honey about it because he could have just lied and been like, yeah, this bitch Trevor, she kept blowing up my phone. I don't even yeah. know. Yeah. And I'm like... I respect that. Yeah, it was mutual respect. And at the end of the day, I feel like if Issa is really to be Lawrence's woman, she's got to accept the things that he's done in the meantime before they were together. 
So if closing that chapter with Condola meeting up with her for whatever the fuck reason, I think that's okay. Like I wouldn't be upset with my my dude if he said that to me. Well, she's a, he's also she's also not he's not her dude right at this moment. Oh yeah, but, but he don't got like, he don't got no say, reason. I'm saying, think- I don't because like okay to me it it was so yes this is like this is a date but I think that it's just different because I don't think that they're going into this with the expectation that they're going to get back together I think that that's oh yeah that we, that we like we see bills like as it goes on like we see it as a possibility but I think going into so I think that's another reason why like He's like, okay, I don't really got a lot. And, and then also they said in the beginning, they were like, okay, no, no, egg sh- no eggshell shit. Like we all just keep it at a hundred. Like, um, we all just keep it at a hundred, uh, like today. So I think that that was like part also another one of the reasons why he was just like, all right, I'm just say what mm-hmm. it is. So we have a listener question coming through live and they say, was Lawrence obligated to see Condola? Um, I'm not really sure how long they were together, but I feel like it was over six months. Yes. Really? No, I said if it was. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, if it's over six months, you could at least have a conversation. Like, you didn't have to ghost. But, but she didn't. He didn't ghost her. They had their closure conversation. <laughs> like they had it. So was it? The, I feel like that wasn't closure. That was like a heated that, argument. That was the end. Well, I, I don't. Well, okay. So we're also assuming that I'm assuming that they spoke after that and like, or they had because we only saw up until when they asked the question. <laughs> is I think that they probably like had more conversation after that, and I'm just like if they both come to an agreement or something, so they gotta just like you know mm-hmm. let it like I don't know like let it go. So it's like it, so that begs the question, which leads into another question that like why was she so pressed to hit? Because she was like not super into. She already thought that he was dealing with um that he still had feelings for his ex. Uh, she wasn't taking him too seriously. She just got out of a divorce. She doesn't want to get married again. Like, all these things. So it's just like, that begs the question, why is she pressed? Why is she hitting him up three times in the same night? And he already said, like, I'm not. Um... Now, this is your question I... number two. I think Cadola is pregnant. Why does she keep trying to contact him? My thing is, they better not draw a fucking baby in this. If they throw babies, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> I don't want a baby. Yeah, no babies, no babies. Especially not, like how often does that really happen that somebody has a baby, a break baby? Is that like a common thing in the black community? That I'm if just you Dwayne Wade and Carmelo Anthony, yeah, but like if you just some regular like, oh, I, I feel like that's not a lot of our struggles. So right, I, don't, like, I don't think it's common either, unless you Dwayne Wade or Carmelo Anthony, because mm-hmm. or like in the NBA, you haven't hush many babies. Left and right. Maybe that's why they did that in the game. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is more common amongst athletes. But anyway, like, but as far as like, especially because like, did she say she didn't want kids? Like, I'm, yeah, I don't think Kendall even is the kids type. I, I swear but. she said in that episode that she didn't want kids. Oh, no. I mean, she said she didn't want to get married again. Maybe I'm just mm-hmm. like, completed things. But if they, I, okay, so the reason, usually I would be like, when they throw a baby into things, I feel like it's like a lazy plot twist, because mm-hmm. it's just like, you 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 using a baby in like, for what? Because like, babies are also like trash for like, storylines. Mm-hmm. Like they, the baby lines work for a very short amount of time in a storyline. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, the baby, and then it's just like, alright, once you figure out what you're doing, like about the baby, the baby exists, and then it's just like, okay, we have this. Who's gonna be watching this baby? <laughs> like this, right, <laughs> like this baby, and it's just like, it's it's not really good, I think, for like, the story that is insecure, mm-hmm. so I don't 
see it, I, I would usually think that it was like lazy. Like if anything with like Issa got pregnant or something, I would be like, okay, that's lazy. I don't like that. But with right. Condola being a tertiary character, which is like, you know, not like a main character, not even really like a Rika, but just like a character who's just like here and there. I, mm-hmm. I see it being a little more likely because it would throw a curveball into the situation with like I guess Issa and Lawrence like potentially reconciling mm-hmm. but I still wouldn't like it because I don't want Condola to be in this show to where she could go like I yeah, don't she's, care. I feel like, her trash. like she's 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 a boring like she wasn't a good character like even 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 Tasha was like fun and she was like entertaining Tasha was like mm-hmm. I, I didn't want her to like last too long in the story either but I I understood her point yeah, didn't her uh, her pops <laughs> create the coffee lid or some shit, and she already had money. She's like that little car you got. I had one of those for my 16th birthday. Mm-hmm. I remember that episode. <laughs> <For> the game. <laughs> oh no, you meant Tasha. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, Sorry, I'm talking about the game. <laughs> when they threw that random uh, baby with uh, what's his name? Oh, baby? what's yeah? I didn't like that either. I don't like random babies in storylines. Like, can we even like, Rock and Rachel and that fucking baby? Ugh. I've I've never watched Friends a day in my life. Really? No, nah, I don't believe in that show. <laughs> I feel it's it though, right now. <laughs> Black Lives Matter. <laughs> um, yeah. So back back to back to this. Kendola. Okay, so they're at the um the thing. So Issa's okay with Kendola blowing him up. They finally get home. We're going to fast forward. And Kendola is like, yo, where you at right now? And he's like, okay, I'm about to come. Did he Did he say no. he's going to come or what did he say to her? Yeah, I think he said he was going to come. He went outside. He went outside <laughs> while Issa was still there, first of all. Yeah, and he could have said. First of all, sir, first of all you could have <laughs> You could have waited until she left. She was about to leave. Like, sis was about to leave. She, the lift was still outside. Like, so, you, like, so. And she said, well, what if I don't want to go? I also think that was, like, a weird power flex with Issa on Lawrence. Did y'all get that vibe? Hold on, hold on. I'm Because I, I want to walk through the steps and why okay. this was, like, whole, like, this whole thing was, okay. So mm-hmm. was back, da, da, da. He went outside. And um, should have waited till she left because she was about mm-hmm. to leave. So he was already like, I'm like, that was weird. Comes back in or whatever. Then he tell he says that he's about to go meet up with Condola. And it's a little awkward or whatever right there. And then um, she, and then that's when uh, she's like, all right, she's about to leave. And then I'm over here just like, I, I remember looking at TV like, nah, don't leave, sis, because you kind of got the trunk car right now. Like, right. Like, you kind of could just, you already there. Like, mm-hmm. come on, if that's just better, you want them, then like, you got to, then I was so happy. She was like, but what if I wanted to stay there? I was like, and that's the point where you drop when she's like, um, that was a flex on Issa's part. Because she's like, I'm the shit now. We have history and I'm here. Mm-hmm. And we had a good ass night, didn't we? Oh yeah. So you, so you really about to let this slide? Stale ass, whack ass condola after this. Nah, fuck out of here. Like so. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. Like <laughs> I really think that she was, um, she was flexing when she said, "Well, I'm. Well, what if I wanted to stay?" I'm like, "Oh, okay, bitch. Okay, am I the only one who felt like Issa?" And this is just me being a pessimist, just in case they don't get back together. Issa was just flexing with this night 
with Lawrence the whole time because I felt like when she left, he looked way more smitten than she did. He was like, oh, my God, like, I'm in love with you again. And she was just like, okay, Lawrence, bye. I'm not even trying to stay. I'm not trying to cuddle him out. Yeah, it was a disappointment. I think I agree, <laughs> honestly. I think she was flipped. Because, like, when I saw her walking, I'm like, she had that smirk on her face, too. Like, <laughs> Right. But, like, but like, I was trying to say, like, <laughs> was it like a, oh, I got my man back smirk? Or, ha, 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 I just put this pussy on him, and now, ha, ha, he's about to be spranking now smirk. I don't really know. I don't know either. I feel like it could go either way. Like, she could be like, man, fuck Lawrence. Because what's up with Nathan, too? She might just want to play the field right now. It seemed like that. She's like, but I'm like, do your thing, sis. Because you ain't talking first. Oh, and I see this. Um, I see the comment about uh, the Lawrence <laughs> and the STI. Lawrence got the STI cleared up. <laughs> he was, we saw him at the doctor taking it. Um, oh, yeah. Then he, had a, he got that cleared up. We not about to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he had <laughs> Lawrence. Lawrence is clean. Okay, <laughs> Lawrence is clean. <laughs> now that was like that was two seasons. Not wait, no, what was that? That was a while ago when he had that SCI. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's good <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just feel like I don't know. I feel like I want to believe Issa. Okay, so let me tell you all this. I've experienced feeling like yo in a relationship, like. You're doing everything, and this person ain't doing shit. And then I've also experienced them leveling up or feeling like, you know, um, they've reached the pinnacle and feeling like they're better than they was before. I've seen every stage that you said Lawrence is going through, I've seen it. But it's the getting back together. I'm like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I, okay, so I really like this episode. I really like the idea of them like at least reconciling, being on good terms. Or I don't think I really need them to get back together though. Yeah, I don't know if they're actually gonna be a thing because I just feel like in real life experience, how often does that even happen? Oh no, it happens a lot, but then you realize why you broke up with the person in the first place. So. Exactly, that's what I mean. Like, if or like if you have. Have y'all ever been in like a situation dating somebody like, damn, I feel like I'm not matching what they doing right now. And then you finally get your shit together and now you're like, yeah, I can compete with them. And then you're like, hold up. I don't know. Like maybe we weren't everything that I was imagining before I was on this level. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I think that, um, I think that that's something because like right now they're kind of, but they did say things in this episode that it's like, okay, they like how each other is not just on some, oh, you got a better job now or you got, but like as far as like them, like their personalities and how they have progressed like as people, not just like with the like superficial stuff like jobs and stuff. Yeah. They like put those, put those in there to like make the idea of them getting back together a little bit more plausible. But mm -hmm. I just, I, I don't know. I'm okay with them not being back together. This was cute though. This was really cute. I love this episode. I was like staring <laughs> at it like like Tory Lanez when the girls be pouring the milk on the ass in the in the videos on live. Like I was staring at it like, oh my gosh, this is so nice. But um, it, it's and okay. it was it, good to finally see Issa have a good time. Like I right, her good time has been jaded every every episode. Like even when it's supposed to be happy, she was still getting screwed. Yeah. But I feel like this is the episode people are finally saying, like, Issa, there's light at the end of this tunnel, man. Right, and all yeah, she had to do I was stop being friends with Molly. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, Molly. <laughs> it was like, uh, 
Next episode preview, we saw that Issa and Molly are finally going to meet up. After Issa reached out. After Issa reached out like a sucker. You a damn sucker, Issa, because I wouldn't have done it. We would have just stopped being friends. I would absolutely not done it. I wonder what made her finally do it. Matter of fact, I'm dealing with some situation like that right now, and I swear to God, I ain't calling. So that might be the end. (laughs) I mean, I've dealt dealt with it too. Very, very. You just got to be like, hell no. I ain't calling for shit. Mm -mm. But I feel like. And then it, I felt like Molly in the uh, preview, she looked like she was coming, like she was annoyed, like she really wasn't trying to be there. She always looking annoyed. And I'm just like, bitch, then why did you even come? Right. You talking shit before y'all get there and you're talking shit while you're there. Like, hi, type shit. But we'll see. Next. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. One last uh, uh, mention of Airport Bay was there at the airport. I mean, when they were somewhere. Yeah, when they were they were coming out of that restaurant. Mm-hmm. That was just wild to me. Because, one, I wouldn't say we used to get it in while my new joint is right there. <laughs> he, ain't got, he don't right got no coos. Yeah, his coos levels is, like, non-existent. But, yeah, that was weird. I mean, we all see people in the streets we don't want to. So I think that's what that was. I so, usually wait. ignore them. Was the girl that he was with what was her name? Oh, was it Mazda? Mazda. Oh, yeah. Mazda. Mazda. A fucking car. Not a city car. A Mazda. Mazda. <laughs> I can see, like see if it was Mercedes or, or like... Uh, Just Mercedes. That's the only... That's the only acceptable. Chevy or like... Chevy Mazda. or... Porsche. Okay. Oh, Porsche. Yeah. But, 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 but Mazda... The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what the fuck was wrong People with you? People really hair? be naming their kids with Mercedes. I don't know. I mean, I mean, look, half the children that's going to be born during this pandemic is going to be Corona. So no, <laughs> I don't nobody think naming their kids Corona after this. Like, boy, <laughs> Corona the beard don't even want to be called Corona no more. They out here like trying to get it together. Real hey, quick. look at uh, Elon Musk's kids' name. I don't even know how to pronounce that. Um, like dang, a- I looked it up. It's like <laughs> something, but look, and mm-hmm. we, we gotta lay off. We gotta, we, gotta, we gotta lay off Elon because he did get his, he did get America back in the space. So. Oh no, I, I, Elon cool. He just didn't have to name his kid in hieroglyphics. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I saw them put the uh, music onto uh, what's his name, the corny guy, Jason Derulo, and he's oh, like God. doing the robot dance, and they're like, "That's how Elon Musk's son." wakes up in the morning. <laughs> but yeah, so another episode. Oh yeah, I also wanted to say, yo, Young, Black, and Beautiful, we definitely here for the Black Yachts, uh, Black Lives Matter protest. I've been out there um, trying to do my part. Uh, I know we've been out here. Those who are in the field, we're also at home making people aware, and I just want to have the time Take the time to let y'all know that Black Lives Do Matter, and we are going to continue to say that on this podcast. And uh, yeah, and also, <laughs> if, you can, if you cannot make it to the protest, if you're still concerned about like you know social distancing and coronavirus, Corona, and that's still a thing. Be sure, make sure, first of all, if you go out, you know, make sure you wear your protective gear, your mask. Make sure you keep. Make, it's who's starting? I haven't been participating. 
in in the mar- in the actual protest because I am recovering from this COVID mess. Oh yeah, no, no. If you um, get out the street, definitely please don't not, be out in the streets. But also, yeah. so yeah, so but like definitely like you can make people aware on social media, um, and, and you know yes, Black Lives yeah. definitely matter. Um, and also and donate to your local bail funds if you can. If you can't make it yes. out and you can donate to your local like research and look at look up places that you can donate local to you because they still out here like they they enforcing these curfews. Um, mm-hmm. But it's really just for such a they basically the curfews like I understand why they're doing it, but at the same time it's also giving people like because like so now what if you see somebody out in the street beyond curfew for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Whatever reason, then now you just have any old reason to take them and lock them up. So, like, it's really important to you know if you can donate to these like yeah, ACLU like, you know, group, groups mm-hmm. that are you know help make a difference if you can't get out there because it's still the Rona is still very real and it's still killing people disproportionately black um, people. So, what do you guys think about these reparations posts going around? Have you have you guys participated? I'm not. I'm currently off social for right now. I okay. go on. I go on Twitter to um, live tweet and secure. I deactivated my Instagram because <laughs> it was just like too much, and I yeah, it was a lot. Off my phone, so yeah. Well, just an update. They're having white people are creating these posts that <laughs> where people of color, well, black people can comment and leave their Cash App information or Venmo, and random white people will send you money. Mm. Mm. Wait, I need. Well, um, oh, shit, shit. Let you me, said where my reference? <laughs> look, I, I mean, I'm just saying this. I know people who out there got money from the post, so they are giving it. <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, well, look, Chris, you, you and I got birthdays to, tomorrow and Friday, so yeah. We, oh, yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> I'm like, it is June. Oh shit. <laughs> Yes, I'll be 28 tomorrow. Almost the big 3-0. But I got two years left, so suck me. And, <laughs> and I will be... And I will be 36 <laughs> on Friday. So... <laughs> I feel like this year was wasted, so we get a year back. You look, I'm not counting this year. Like, this year I'm turning 28 count. again. <laughs> yeah, like, like I'm, I'm 27 right now. So so. But of course, 2022, you already know, 30th birthday, I'm going in. I'm absolutely going. I'm going. I'm, I already know what my theme's going to be. I'm, I'm like, I've, been, I've, knew, I've known what theme my 30th birthday celebration is going to be since I was 24. Like, so. Yes, I am excited. All right, y'all. So remember, you can find me at Chris Cash DC on Instagram and at Viva La Marie on Twitter. I will be taking the social media uh, cleanse soon, too. So if y'all don't see me, I'm still there, but I'm not there. And I'm not on social right now, but I just want to reinforce reinforce to, like, you know, look up your local organizations that are helping support um, these protests and, like, Black mm-hmm. people and like speaking out against, um, speaking out, acting out, and doing things against police brutality and like just the reckless murders of black people. And make sure you say in black with your whole chest because mm-hmm. people, other people of color still participate in anti-black racism all the time. All so the time. anyway, so yeah, just like you know, look, research, 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 but also find ways that you can donate if you can't get out there and if you can't like get on the ground helping. So 
That's what I'm saying. Instead of share my social this Or if you if you're able to like be it's hot as hell at these protests. Go out there and pass out some food and some water. We did that the other day and it was well received. Like it's hot. <laughs> Do what you I definitely can. agree. Um, you can uh, find me on that um, bird bird thing at QDZ1906, and on that god awful Instagram at your child teacher1906. Instagram is low key. Yeah, yeah, that Instagram sucks. It's been so much like. Yeah, I can't even like I don't know too much negative content. It's just heavy on my mental. Yeah. But yeah, so remember Black Lives Matter and Young, Black, and Beautiful out.